Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it if you always want to make sure you're always getting your Going In Raw content. If you're on a podcast app, be sure to leave us a rating or a review. It always really helps the show or just share us with a friend, right? With a friendo. Yes, please share. If you want to help contribute to Going In Raw financially and get something back in return, it's called commerce. Yeah. Capitalism at its best. You can do so by signing up at the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We had a fantastic episode of non-news today. I'm actually, before we started, we were talking to our patrons here in our pre-show. We do like a 15-minute pre-show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were debating post. kind of the existential nature of pizza. What is pizza? What is not pizza? You, you know, you've said it yourself before when discussing how pizza doesn't really change from place to place necessarily. You've said things like, uh, you know, the pizza is a simple ingredient. Bread, sauce cheese and then you put a bunch of crap on it yes right and toppings right that doesn't mean it doesn't change the only thing that's that's fluid it's it's, it's a pretty you know there's fundamental ingredients combined to create a flavor experience but that's all food it's like soup soup is just whatever tossed in in broth a hamburger without meat it's not a hamburger you can call it whatever you want but it's not a hamburger that's why there's the prefix you get the hamburger which is made of beef oddly right um but then if you want Say a, la- a lamb burger, pork burger, veggie burger. Right. It's a burger. It's not a hamburger. Right. Though. Exactly. Burger is a combination of bun and substance in between. Now it's look, there's, I'm sure there. The are, I'm sure there are qualifiers that you can use for various, like you know, faux pizzas, like pizza without cheese, for example. Yeah. But my, I think my my trump card, if you will, is. When somebody orders pizza, you're at a party, right? And I don't disagree with that. Hold on, just wait, because the, 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 okay. you know, the thousands of people watching this okay. or listening to this don't understand my point. I'm kind of playing devil's advocate in this whole thing here for people say, who don't eat Hey, cheese. I'm ordering a pizza, everybody. What do you want on it? Nobody says cheese. Because that's... Someone might say no cheese. 
Well, that person is an asshole. No, they can get their own little personal pizza, which isn't a pizza. It's just just bread and sauce and nothing and whatever crap they want on top of it. Yeah, there's a vital component of cheese is missing. Or light cheese. What about light cheese? Just a little sprinkling. I mean, I don't know. I mean, then there's still cheese on it. Then your definition of what pizza has to be. Then you're getting into like it, then it's just a shit pizza, isn't it? It's no, like, where's all the cheese? There's just a little bit of cheese. This is a ill-put-together pizza. For me, pizza's all about balance, balance the ingredients. I don't want to, like, and this goes beyond the fact that I'm kind of moderately lactose intolerant. Yeah, like too much yeah, cheese that's fine. My tummy. But, like, if there's too much cheese on there, it's off-putting to me. I'm, I'm sympathetic. everything else. Look, I'm sympathetic to people who eat dairy products and then their belly gets a little upset. I'm sympathetic to that. I'm just saying... Don't it, you know? Don't assume that we, the rest of the world has to bend for you. Oh, I'm not assuming that. Our definitions of pizza. I'm not. My definition is it welcomes all types of pizza. You know, Yours really has a more rigid definition. I was really hoping that this conversation would be relegated just to the pre-show. No, this is kind of stuff people get in the pre-show. This is this is an advertisement for a pre-show, man. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Anyway. Yeah, I have a more open, broad definition of pizza. Yours is more restrictive. Yours, your open, broad definition is actually just wrong. This is not the correct definition. Well, I'm just, it's just, it's a more all-encompassing Hey, definition. what do you guys want on your pizza? Make sure there's cheese on there, said nobody ever. As I said, cheese and sauce are generally an assumption. Yes. Yes. It's the definition of pizza. Typically. That's what the definition, <laughs> that's what the dictionary said. Typically. That Merriam-Webster doesn't know what they're talking about. Too many qualifiers. It's 2018, okay? Everybody needs qualifiers. Some things are just, some things are just there. You're talking about a steak. Yes, it's like literally just made of meat. That's true. Pizza, when there's so many variables in play on the pizza no, itself, there's three there's there's three constants with pizza. Uh, there's not dough, sauce, cheese. But then you get down to red sauce versus white sauce. There's a yeah, no, but then there's qualifiers. There's qualifiers with that. The sauce is a thing. It's still a pizza. Some sauce people don't like cheese. sauce on their pizza. Oh, they like pizza. everything else. Dude, our watch time is going to be horrible right now. No, yeah. people, people are something. Pizza is something that everybody all enjoys. Right. Continue this conversation in the post. All right, all right, all right. We're also available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. I'm sure you have a shirt on underneath that hoodie where you can show off what kind of shirts we got over there. Here's a whole it's banner full of them. Look at that. Fun wrestling. I really got to get on doing some more of those. Same. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. We can. I guess we can talk about SmackDown. But Do we have to? That's what I was trying now to Now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of want to talk about divert pizza the pizza talk because SmackDown, there wasn't much to talk about. There was two things that stood out to me. One, Bobby yeah. Roode wore a suit. Sorry, Bob Roode wore a suit. Yeah, Bob Roode looked great. And the suit. backstage thing between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was really well done, really well put together, and really foreshadowing a Sami Zayn full-on heel turn. I really like that. And, yeah, I actually really like the United States title scene because it's so weird. Jinder is, like, oddly obsessed with, A, it's top ten list. It's darn mess. And, B, Randy Orton. But I kind of like it. I like that Randy Orton's like, Man, look at Bob Rudin. You know what they should do? They should give Jinder Mahal a weekly uh, uh, top ten list, like a listicle article on WWE.com. That's what they should do. That would be great, yeah. That's what they should do. No, I, I'd like that a lot. He does seem to be obsessed with top tens. What would be his, What would be? And he gets so enraged when he's not on them. I know. I like that he came up. I mean, this, he came up with his own Bob Rude top ten list. I know. And Bob Rude kind of looked a little weak when he was uh, when Jinder was grilling him. About it was like I was watching this morning. There was a dude. Uh, it was like a segment from some British talk show, politics talk show, uh-huh. where I guess the Tim Russert of their of their country yeah. was grilling this dude who's like a pro Brexit guy 
because he was all like anti, what's his name, Jeremy Corbyn or whatever, mm-hmm. and like he was just grilling him, and I was like, man, I wish the freaking people here, I wish, uh, who's the dude, oh, that nerd Todd, Chuck, oh, Chuck Todd, Todd yeah. would do that to our guys over here on Meet the Press like Tim Russell used to do, he used to grill people. But anyways, yeah, Jinder was grilling Bob Roode. So you're saying you're afraid of Randall Orton? And Bob Roode's like, I didn't, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I never said that. He just did this. I never said that. <laughs> anyways, let's start from the beginning. Yeah, but it was, I mean, dude, it was a lot of, like, those people actually said this did make for, like, it felt like a go-home to Fastlane, but Fastlane's, like... A month away. A month away. Yeah. It's a ways out. What are they going to be doing the next couple of weeks? Well, it's actually less than a month away. Is it? The second weekend of March, so the eleventh. Yeah, February is coming to an end like soon too. Yeah, in a week. Office space. Yeah, less than a. When is our? In a week. Twenty eighth, the last day of February. Uh, the March first. How many days away is that? That'd be a week. Uh, a week from tomorrow, where we should be getting that internet at least drilled in the ground or something. Something like that. Whatever they do. The capacity to have the internet should be established a week from tomorrow. Yeah. One would hope. I should contact those people. Anyways. I, you know what? Whenever a show starts with an in-ring interview, <laughs> I don't really feel like that's the right foot to start a show on. There's nothing exciting about an in-ring interview. To that's start why a show. I liked last week's because it started with like a, it was like a GTA server. Yeah, like it was just you, chaos, you yeah. hop in and it's just chaos all of a yeah. sudden. Even la- even Raw this week. Yeah, we had the hour two hour long gauntlet match. Oh, it was they great. had to have that five minute Roman interview to precede it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Just uh, give them the match. Yeah. Well, maybe they just figure, hey, some people might be still getting their nachos or whatever. Yeah. Well, they got phones. They can see what time it is. Yeah, that's a good point. How much do you want to see that Tupac Biggie uh, mystery Quite a bit. show? That's going to be good. Are they going to be solving mysteries on there? Was that ever actually solved? No. No. As far as I know. Dang. Spoiler alert. This has got a hell of a cast, though. I know. It's got a great cast. Yeah, dude. I'm really excited about it. Anyways, yeah, I kicked off with an AJ Styles interview. I, kinda, I, I like that he was very in, very in, in much detail explaining how a fatal five-way works. He says, I could be laying out Kevin Owens over here on a table, and meanwhile, right here in the center. Renee, come over here. Renee, right here. In the center of the ring right here, Sami Zayn could be winning the WWE no, he Championship. Always, he, he was always booking Dolph to win. <laughs> oh, that Dolph could be pitting Sami Zayn yeah. right in the middle of this ring. So look at these <laughs> ring steps. I'd love to shove Kevin Owens' face into him. But meanwhile, Renee over here. Renee right over here. Right Dolph here. Ziggler could be pitting Sami Zayn right here in the middle of this ring. So AJ Styles is apparently uh, a fan of Dolph mm-hmm. and would fantasy book him to win everything. Apparently, if he was, yeah, maybe he can, maybe he can fantasy book our version of SmackDown. There you go. The show, man, Roman Reigns in his underwear really blew up the, the ratings on that yeah, show. Man. Yeah, man. Anyways, uh, out comes hey hey hey. You know, I always get now. I always get his theme music confused with Bludgeon Brother. Like when it goes, oh, like why does Baron Corbin have Tibetan monks at the beginning of his theme song? That I don't know. And the funny thing is, the theme, his theme, his new theme song has been around forever now, and I still don't know what it is. Same. You know? I still prefer his old one. Because there's always, there's always talking and crowd noise during the main bit. Yeah. It take the intro is forever. Yeah. And then when he goes like this, they got the cheesy lyrics guy. Yeah, no, they got to go back to the old one. The yeah, motorcycle they really do. The and then the camera goes up in tone. Yeah, where's the motorcycle aspect of his character? That's disappeared. Well, he needs to get Eric Bischoff as his agent and everything be motorcycle based. Eric Bischoff loves motorcycles. Eric Bischoff loves motorcycles. Anyways, Baron Corbin comes down and says, Hey, hey, you're not me. I'm going to be... WWE one on one he could beat anybody Champion. in this fatal five way match. Can't beat me. And Baron came out and said, "Hold on, AJ. Wait, hey, last time we had matches, I beat you. I won you for US title. 
I am. U.S. title. Then Kevin Owens comes down and rightfully says, everybody's tired of listening to your voice, Baron Corbin, so I'm going to talk now. Uh, I forget what he says because then Shane McMahon came down and I really had no desire to see him. Oh, I know. Shane said uh, we are getting going to get AJ versus Baron in the main event. But right now, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens versus this guy. Yeah. It was Dolph. I, his entrance is so confusing. It really is. It's so confusing. They need to ditch the record scratch. Who's, seriously, whose idea was that? Because it starts, it kicks off with a record scratch, nothingness, like an empty void. He comes Dolph out. Dolph saunters out, and then it kicks on. It made sense the first time he did it, a little bit. Yeah. It seemed like a, a refresh button, because he came out, had a look on his face, like, okay, I'm back, this is the new Dolph. Right. And then it kicked off, I'm here to show the world. Yeah. But now, when he came out last night, he just walked out. Is he going through a whole phase of, I'm back? Kind of. Is that what's happening? He got a haircut. His hair is shorter. Or was it just permed? It's always, he has curly hair. Yeah, but for a while he had it like straightened in like a lion's mane. It was straightened. I think it was just wet. Oh. It was wet when he came out. Okay. But he dried through the match and it got really poofy because <laughs> really curly. He does. I wonder what he looked like as like a little kid. Because my sister had like has like super curly hair. Yeah. And she was always like aggro because her hair just looked all like poofy. Mm-hmm. And my mom didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um... So, so those are those are two matches that for the night. Yeah, Owens versus Dolph happened right away. Yeah, no, this is a fun match. They're obviously, you know, Dolph's got a new contract, so he's still in the honeymoon phase of being booked kind of strongish. Yeah, yeah. Um, it took a distraction for him to lose this match. Right, exactly. So I guess he's supposed to be face. Seems like it. Maybe. But I figure like, a face would like have he's like a, a fairly aloof face. I figure a face would have like full entrance music. Well, he does if you discount the like four beats of nothing. But you think also when his eventually hits, he does when his music hits there'd be some uh, emotion or intensity or passion about what he's about to do yeah. going down the ring wrestling hopefully winning yeah but uh, his entrance is completely devoid of any of those things <laughs> he just walks <laughs> with kind of a I'm I'm above all this face he well isn't, his, that, isn't that kind of his general disposition is I'm above all this well his face Still? yeah kind, yeah yeah and his face is also kind of. When his music finally kicks in, it kind of looks like he is coming to the realization that somebody just figured out where the button was for his actual music. He's like, oh, there it is. Okay. They just got it. Okay, good. Yeah, I know. Like, Either here, how about this? Record scratch straight to his music, if you're going to do that. If he's interrupting somebody. But still, ditch the record scratch. <laughs> so just his music. But I'm saying if they have to have the record scratch, do it that way. Don't <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Those beats of nothing in between. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I understood it the first time. It made sense. They're doing the inverse of what he was doing. Aesthetically They're speaking, I'm, it makes sense. Aesthetically speaking, I'm actually fine with the record scratch because... To me, it's always funny. But it has to be interrupting something. Otherwise, it makes no sense. Can he just come out the yakety sacks? Um, so, yeah, then we had Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler. It was actually a pretty good match. It was, yeah, it was fun. decent enough. I mean, they got they gave Dolph all the signature moves, and all the signature moves are really fun. Like, the zigzag's really fun. The famous are still, like, one of my favorite moves. Yeah, you love it. Is not, famous, it is not a leg drop curb stomp. That is not. That is not. But somebody, did I mention this before? Like Kelly Kelly did something like Kelly that. Kelly Kelly did something like that. And in the hands of, like, an actual wrestler, it looks like it could have been really cool. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she wasn't really that. 
Um, let's see here. So, yeah, so towards the, 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 the end of this match, um, so Dolph had reversed a pop-up powerbomb into a zigzag. Owens got the kick out. Sami Zayn come bolt, comes bolting down to ringside, and just before he's, like, going to slide in, he, he goes, break. Yeah. yeah, he stops. They should have done that sound effect. The had break. Some, had some, like, smoke kicking up from his feet. And when he's running, do, like, the Flintstones running sound. Yeah. I can't do it yeah, yeah, yeah. with my mouth. He has to put his heels down. <laughs> To break himself, right? And then smoke comes up. Yeah, exactly. In some, like, debris from the ring mat. Exactly. Um, um, yeah, he comes down, distracts Dolph. Dolph's saying, get in the ring. <laughs> Come on. And Owens just doles out a super kick to the back of Dolph's head. That was awesome. Kind of like the side of his head to his ear. Yeah, yeah. right, right, exactly. It was fantastic. Picked up the win. Owens he dropped wins. like a sack of potatoes. I always liked that one. Man, that was great. Game. <laughs> <laughs> Next, uh, we had a ginger come out. Oh man, he looked like a million a, dollars yeah, in that black suit, man. He said he has a, a secret that he's going to divulge about Bob Rude, and it turned out just to be Bob Rude's personal SmackDown top ten. I was really hoping it was like Bob Rude is a never nude, or Bob Rude has a third nipple on his butt cheek, something like that. Something cool, man. Yeah, but he's just, uh, you know, like you said. Bob Root has his own SmackDown top ten list. And the shocking in Ginger's mind part about the whole thing is that Randall Orton was not on this. Wasn't even on the list. And Bob Root is number one. Yeah. Which does he not understand that the, he has the secondary title and but not I the thought, best I thought title? Daniel Bryan, in, in, when explaining the SmackDown top ten, said superstars couldn't vote for themselves. Well, Ginger mentioned that. All he right. said, number one, he violated the biggest rule, which is superstars cannot vote for themselves. All right. He voted himself number one. This wasn't, I mean, uh, so, I mean, the, the the idea, I guess, is that Bob Roode's top ten list wasn't something that was voted on by anybody but Bob Roode. Yeah. Okay. So he just placed himself at number one. Yeah, but Bob Roode denied that this was his top ten. Well, yeah, because then Bob Roode comes out in a suit yeah. looking great, and it just gets me kind of weepy for the NXT I know, days. I know. Uh, he comes out, and uh, Jinder Mahal starts uh, basically obsessing over the fact that Randy Orton isn't on Bob Roode's list. And Bob Roode says, this isn't my a, top ten list. There are many things here that we have problems with, Jinder. Number one, this isn't my list. Number two... Uh, I forget what he said, number two. But Jinder was like, so you admit that you you were afraid of Randall Orton. And then Bob Root says, I didn't know. I never said that. Okay, then you think you can beat Randall Orton. I never said that. Then you think that you were the best United States champion. At this point, Randall Orton comes out. Half of these things, half of these things, Bobby Root should have been like, yeah, I do. I'm not afraid of Randy Orton. Like you're taking, you're, you're putting words in my mouth, but I'm not afraid of him. I, I do think, think I'm the best. Him. I yeah. do think I am the best U.S. champion. No, What's wrong with saying all those things? Nothing. That's confidence. I mean, I know he's like because the bottom line is Randall Orton has been dropping RKO's on him out of nowhere, yeah. and it's really rude. It is, if you rude. will. Anyways, then uh, Randy Orton comes out. Unfortunately, not in a suit. Randy Orton looks great in a suit. I know it's because he was in Evolution. And they always wore suits. Yes. He came out in his undies. Yeah. I hate when he does that. In a sweatshirt. If you're coming out. And two other guys wearing, like, you know, business suits. Yeah. Kind of have your own business suit. Agreed. Not your undies. Just kind of does what he wants. He comes out. He gets face-to-face with Rude. They start kind of jawing at each other. Orton turns and attacks Jinder Mahal. Mm-hmm. Rude clotheslines Jinder out of the ring. Orton tries to RKO Rude. Rude reverses it to glorious DDT. Bobby celebrates thinking he has the upper hand. Ah-ah! Coloss! Yeah, he had a coloss. Yeah, that was cool. I love the coloss. All right, so this backstage statement irritated me i know but it was relatively short and i don't know i i mean dude i just i don't know if they're going to keep on doing this till september and Gosh, i can tell dan bryan just wants to be any other place i know i know he's so checked and out. why was this segment not lit 
I know. It was there so was dark. like no lighting to it. They were like, barely, yeah, you could barely see them. Tell it, both of them think this this is garbage. I know. And it just it shows on their face and their performances. So they're backstage debating who should challenge the U.S. title. Let and me ask Brian you something. Says it yeah. should be Ginger Mahal since he's the one stirring the pot. Yeah. Whereas Shane says no, it should be Randall Orton mm-hmm. taking on Bob Roode because he's been the one RKOing people out of nowhere. Yeah. The perfect like the the scenario that makes the most sense is the triple threat match. Yeah, I don't know. That, why that way is. everybody gets what they and want. That's what we're gonna get. Probably. Um and then Shane says, Well, you know, I question your, your reasoning for a lot of things, including what's going on in the world title scene. That's why I added more people to stack the deck more against AJ Styles. Yeah. And then Shane says, Orton and Rude's what it should be, and so that's my decision, that's what it's gonna be. And then Dana Bryan says, Whatever you say, boss. Boss. Yeah, it, it's supremely awkward. I'm not sure. Let me ask you, is a power rank? What are Road Dogg's uh, uh, movie or TV influence or literature influences for this particular scenario? Because I'm pretty... Well, Road Dogg is the head writer, I think, of SmackDown, head of creative. That's what we've heard. That's what we've heard. I can't believe this is Michael Hayes. Everything I've heard about Michael Hayes, like, his stuff is great. Like, yeah. House of Horrors is fantastic. Well, He wouldn't be doing this crap. Hey, it was weird. It wasn't like this. It wasn't like freaking HR. Here's here's one of my main. I have many problems with this. Oh, do you think do you think the uh, Road Dogg's influences are like industrial films? <laughs> yes. Stilted <laughs> dialogue, stilted performances. <laughs> industrial films, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of an example. How to change the toner? <laughs> right, exactly. your printer. <laughs> uh, not so fast, Mister Smith. Doing it that way is dangerous. No, I'm not talking old-timey ones. Oh, I, I like the old-timey ones. I know, I like those too. I'm talking like, like the one shot in VHSC. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, it's, it's like... An no, introduction to data entry. No, these, <laughs> these, these come off more like uh, sexual harassment videos, but without the sexual part of it. <laughs> Nobody's coming up to anybody else and like rubbing shoulders and saying, Hey, Jill, what did you do last night? No, it's all just like a passive-aggressive stuff. Mm. Uh, it's so bad, though. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's not good. No, man. It's not good at all. What do you, what do you say, boss? Like, I don't know what the what? point... What is the point of this? I mean, I'm assuming they're building to something to mania, but Daniel Bryan is not going to wrestle. Is at this point, I don't feel like Dan- if Daniel Bryan was cleared, he'd even be excited to take on Shane McMahon. Nobody should be excited to take no, on they Shane shouldn't. McMahon, dude. Come on. But, I mean, Daniel Bryan just seems so eager to get back in the ring. Mm-hmm. If they said, oh, all right, we're going to clear you to wrestle Shane McMahon at WrestleMania, I still feel like he'd be like, eh, I don't know. I feel, it just feels, dude, it's, it's ever since Survivor Series, it's felt like everybody understands they're on the B show. Yeah. And it feels like the only person who is really trying to, like, elevate the show is AJ Styles. Because mm-hmm. he, he gives it his all every single time out. Yep. He had what could have been a snoozer match against Baron Corbin last night, and fun. AJ was great. Yeah, and Baron was good too. Yeah, he was, he was. But you could tell AJ every time out, he's inspired. Yeah, and I can't say that about everybody else. Like yeah, Sammy and Kevin are doing some decent work right now. But um, there've been weeks where it felt like they were just. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, New uh, Day's doing some good stuff now too. Yeah, they're doing decent stuff. Like Gable and Benjamin are doing some decent stuff. Ruby Wright's good. I like her. Uh, even though they're giving her crap, I like her a lot. She's good. Her yeah, little promo was great last night. Um, let's talk about the six-woman tag match, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Naomi. This was actually Riot a lot of fun. Squad. For a match that they've been hyping up for a while. And a match I feel like we've seen a couple times before, some variation on yeah, it. Yeah, we've seen a lot of variations on this, but this did actually feel like 
everybody, you know, when you work with somebody long enough, like we've kind of noticed, this is, I mean, it's kind of obvious. You, you get to, you get chemistry with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like because we've seen so many permutations of this match, like the, all six of these people have have chemistry. Yeah. And so uh, I actually, I actually like this. That was a fun match. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I thought a bunch of people looked good. I thought Sarah Logan looked good. Liv Tyler's got a little bit of work to do, but I think mm-hmm. even she looked better than she usually does. And then Ruby Riot looked great. She got the pin on Becky after her finish, which I'm still not huge on her finish. But uh, but whatever works for her. <clears throat> so, yeah, Riot Squad picked up a victory over the top faces on uh, on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, Ruby Riot pinned Becky Lynch after hitting her finisher. Next, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn backstage. This was what I thought was the highlight of the whole this was de- this is why the, this was That's why this is the thumbnail. This yeah. is a great segment. Yeah. So, uh, after Zayn... Helped Owens in the opening match. Owens seems surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are backstage. Owens says, "You know, hey, I want to thank you." And Sami Zayn says, "No, no, no, I want to thank you. Ever since you know I've, I've, I've realigned with you, I've catapulted where I think I should be. The main event scene, headlining pay-per-views, headlining SmackDowns." Um, and Sami Zayn says, "You know, when we take out everybody else at, at the main event at Fastlane, I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm gonna lay down. I'm gonna lay you. down for you mm-hmm. and let you pin me and win the WWE title." And Kevin Owens looks legitimately overcome with emotion. And he looks mildly confused as yeah. well. He's like, he's like, this is too much for me to handle yeah. right now. I don't really grasp what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. And then they hug. Uh, Sami Zayn gives him a hug. And yes. just look, look, this look on Kevin Owens like, what am I getting myself into right now? Yes. Um, I love this because it's, it's, it's Sami Zayn is going to swerve the living crap oh, yes. out of Kevin Owens. Oh, yes. um, and I think <clears throat> I think what they're what they're trying to get across with Kevin Owens, in my opinion, is He's kind of understanding that he's kind of created a bit of a monster, because Kevin Owens, is, or I'm sorry, Sami Zayn is kind of out Kevin Owensing, Kevin Owens, yeah. the, the situation and Kevin Owens himself. Yeah, and he's like, this guy is totally gonna mess with me, or is he not? Or mm-hmm. can I take him for his word? Mm-hmm. And I like that. I think it's great. I think that you know these guys. Number one, it helps that they're they've been friends for like a, a million trillion years, yeah, like twenty years, and their chemistry when they're doing one of these backstage segments. Makes it unlike most other backstage segments where they just feel stilted and scripted. This mm-hmm. is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is actually something I'm I'm looking forward to this segment of the the fast lane match with yeah, the, the, because I think that's what we should be looking at. Yeah. Do you think it'd be a situation where this comes into play where they clear the ring? They seem to have the upper hand. Sami Zayn lays down. Owens goes on the pin him, and Sami Zayn reverses it into a roll up and almost gets a pinfall win or something like that. Something like that. And then we have to see Sami Zayn annihilate Kevin yes. Owens somehow. Yes. I mean, what your situation sounds like it's probably the most probable one. At least for Fastlane, the next SmackDown, that's when the like a chair shot or something. Yeah. You know, like something. Nasty. Oh, it's gonna be more than that. It's gonna be like three Haluva kicks. Right. Exactly. Something yeah. akin to what Owens did to Zayn in NXT. Which that's is what it should be. That's what it needs to be. A million times. If they if they screw that up, then it's hopeless. Yes. You know because this. This has such a clear path. This is what they they need, they need to harken back to that. Here's another thing they need to reference: um, when Sami Zayn beat Kevin Owens at Battleground, he hit him with one Haluva kick, kept him from falling in the corner, held him up, and said something to him. Went back, gave him another Haluva kick. He needs to do that at least four times. Yeah, exactly. And uh, to add to that, I'm just gonna say this right now: like, look at three of the matches that we're gonna get at Mania, assuming everybody stays healthy. And by the way, I understand Shinsuke Nakamura. They merely ran a video package for him. He's nowhere to be found. I'm actually kind of okay with that. He's a bit up there in years, and the more rest, as far as I'm concerned, for Jinsuke, the better. Like, yeah, could, could he could he add something week to week to SmackDown right now? Absolutely, he could. Should they have him like fighting, you know, jobbers and squashing them? Sure, why not? I'm fine with that yeah. to to keep him on the show. But 
I'm okay with being deprived of him for a moment until after fast lane when we get like you know I, a even, proper build to his match. Well, I mean, day. look, it's it's a, it's face versus face. I mean, I get it's this isn't a build that needs all sorts of storyline twists and turns. We know what the match is. Just get to the match at Mania, and they're gonna kill it. Do we need a build? Uh, maybe, but I, I kind of feel like you know, I still feel like Nakamura doesn't have a ton of momentum. I felt that way before the Rumble. I still feel that way because he's largely been absent from TV. Yeah. And I know they, we still have about a month and a half till Mania. But the, it's not like it's Baron Corbin. This is Shinsuke. All, all the history no, in the I world gives him momentum. We know his history. Some of the, more, some of the fans who aren't as familiar with his work in New Japan. Hey, man. Or even NXT. Once they get in that ring and they see what they can do, that crowd's going to come alive. It's not going to matter. Anyways, I'm I'm just, I'm kind of okay. Maybe it's me justifying him not being there, but I don't he know. He doesn't have to wrestle every week, but some presence on the show beyond. I know, but here's the thing. Also, whenever he's had a he's non, still, he's still wrestling at house shows, and he's still wrestling dark matches after SmackDown. He's when, still wrestling. Whenever he's had, I know, but whenever he's had, look, dude, SmackDown's not firing all their creative creative. There is the danger. That <clears throat> that we're looking at addition via subtra- subtraction here, or subtraction via addition. Or am I adding him to the show more often? Will actually subtracting him from the show helps him. Okay, yeah, whatever that is. Okay, because people who are on the show aren't exactly getting like the you know the the prime material. Even if it was just him showing up backstage saying to AJ, "I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania." Oh, I know. I kind of like that just as a running that. thing. I know. I I, I agree just with you. That. I know. I know. I'd be cool with that. Maybe that would just be sort of magnifying the fact that he's not really doing anything else. Maybe that's their line of thought there. I don't know. I honestly No, don't I think know. having a video package of old video footage be. is really magnifying the fact that he's yeah. not on the show. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. I'm just saying SmackDown's creative hasn't exactly been stellar no, lately. And you run the risk of, of entering into that, like, really terrible, like, when Jinder was doing that, you know. Oh, yeah. Let's put him up there and look at his face stuff. Like, that's what we're dealing with in terms of SmackDown's creative. No, I know. And that was horrible. So, <laughs> hold off, you know, wait till that match, because you, you, you get in danger of giving him negative momentum as opposed to no, no momentum. No, I understand that. Next up, we have the New Day versus Gable and Benjamin. Um, they just can't give Gable and Benjamin a clean loss, can they? There's always got to be some, some uh, wonky business, usually with referees. In this case, yeah, Kofi was distracting the ref while Gable and Benjamin were in the process of hitting their finisher. Um, that distraction um, allowed Xavier Woods to recover, come in, break up the pinfall. Why is it? Why is it SmackDown is obsessed with who the legal man is in tag matches, and usually is in matches involving Gable and Benjamin? Yeah, I know. Who's the legal man? Who's the legal man? I don't know. Oh my God, I don't know. I hope Authors of Pain don't show up on SmackDown. No, because then it's going to be a mess of that. They will because I still don't know. I still don't know who's Razor and, and Akam. Those dudes are from different countries. Why do they look exactly the same? <laughs> one of them has a, a a sleeve, a tattoo sleeve, and the other one doesn't. Oh man, I, we got it back into USO territory. Somebody yeah. has a cross on his arm. Yeah, that's J. J. And I just don't want to deal with who's the legal man. I don't know. I just oh, think I it's know. a damn match. I know. Yeah, so anyways... Uh, I don't want to feel like I'm trying to be, do the ref's job while I'm watching the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not my job, ref. No. Hey, look, man. If these refs keep on having these problems, bring out two refs. Have yeah. two refs do a damn tag match. Have have one ref in the ring and, two, and refs in the, in, the, in the corners. Yeah. So they can just monitor who exactly. is the legal person. Yeah. Yeah. 
Easy. Easy. Um, anyways, New Day picked up the win. Xavier Woods pinned Shelton Benjamin after a shining wizard. New Day will face the Usos at Fastlane for the tag titles. I like, uh, who's the other guy in commentary? Oh, Byron on commentary yeah. here. And he was like, we're going to get to pick up this epic rivalry once again. I'm like, dude, we saw this a lot. And granted, it's going to oh, be a great fantastic. match. No, it's a fantastic match. We've just seen it a million times already. Yeah. What's with Gable and Benjamin not getting... Either pull the trigger or don't. What was this one match going to accomplish? I don't know. Either get them there or don't, man. I know. Like, it's fast lane. Who cares? If you want New Day Usos, do that at Mania. Yeah, That would be a killer match. Yeah, I know. Again, look at these matches, though, man. AJ Shinsuke, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Uh, what was the other one I was thinking of? Well, it could be Charlotte versus Asuka. Oh, yeah, that's going to be killer. Um, if you have Usos New Day, that'd be awesome, too. Yeah, man. Bob Rude versus Randall Orton versus Jinder Mahal. On the kickoff, yeah. Or that might be a fast lane. <laughs> I mean, they announced Randall Orton versus Bob Rude at fast lane, but yeah, that can change. I'd be surprised they would. Oh, and that. then that cruiserweight, whatever the cruiserweight final is going to yeah, be. Man. Like, in terms of actual wrestling, this is going to be like a There's huge potential card. for a really good show. Potential for sure, yeah. Yeah. If they get Seth Rollins in there with somebody, who, who should Seth Rollins fight? Who do we want him to fight? I think it's probably Kurt Angle. Hey, for wrestling wise, that might be a great match. Yeah, you know, Miz Finn Balor. Oh man, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Could be a lot of great matches here. Yeah. Um, next, Charlotte had a, an iPhone promo, and she said she's willing to put up the SmackDown Women's title to get a match against Ruby Riot. Uh, did this have words on it? Yeah, it said Flair. No, it just said Flair before. The New Day talking. got all sorts of weird words. Yeah, when they were doing their intro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are words for Barons was the worst. Yeah. Talk about undercutting a guy who's trying to be like sinister and then all these goofy fonts come up. I can't stand it. It's so goofball, man. Uh, so it's, it's so haphazard in his execution. They're, they use it sometimes, sometimes they don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It works okay for a mixed match challenge because there's a more That's casual the thing. There's a more casual feel about the whole thing, period. And I thought all the Nia Jax Apollo um, video bits they ran last night as well as Bob Roods and uh, Charlotte were all great. Oh, I loved them all. I know. I know, because they're all kind of a little bit on the awkward side, but they're just real. Yeah. This is like them doing their thing, and I love it all. <coughs> I think it's great. Um, next, we had uh, Bludgeon Brothers versus, I only caught one of the names of the two of the, their two opponents. It was Norval Rogers. That's a great name. Um, they have them listed on WWE.com. I do appreciate that the Bludgeon Brothers thing is to just show up before people are gone from the ring. Oh, I know. They're all about efficiency, those Bludgeon Brothers. I know. They, right as the New Day match ended, they walked out. You hear their music the cut. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess, are we going to get Bludgeon Brothers versus Usos at Mania? Is that, is that what's going to happen? Or maybe New Day versus Usos versus Bludgeon Brothers. Oh, that'd be cool. And then maybe versus Gable Benjamin. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's an eight-hour show, so I guess you can split up some of these matches, but... There's a lot of people to put on 80 or 80 Exactly, or exactly. Or Bludgeon Brothers, of course, dispatched the enhancement talent pretty quickly. Ooh. There was a great spot where they were destroying them on the outside mm-hmm. of the ring. Just move after move. In oh, the yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Um, Bludgeon Brothers picked up the win with their finisher. Dun, 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 dun. Next, Ruby Riot iPhone promo. She says, uh, yeah, women's title match at Fastlane. You got it, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. That should be a fun match. Um, no, that day yeah, it'll be good. It'll be really good. I I liked it. I like her promos. I like Ruby Riot a lot. I think no, she's I think great. It's really good. It's like when you when you have like no, there's not many people that I can think of that are put in that spot where they're given kind of not a lot to do creatively, mm-hmm. not the most inspired stuff. But yeah, she still 
kills it. I mean, we're not. She's not going to get the title off Charlotte. I kind of know that's not going to yeah. happen. Hopefully, they'll put on a good match, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Baron Corbin iPhone promo. A lot of words, words showing up on the screen, so I can't remember really what he said. And they're all like just with terrible like strokes and like yeah, it's just bad. It's just stop bad. doing it, please. please. Stop it. Be new. Next uh, main, main event. event. Yeah. AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. Um, there is some really cool stuff going on in this match. Yeah, both of them are really giving it their all. Um, there was a spot early on where where Corbin's kind of on his knees, mm-hmm. and then AJ kind of gives a phenomenal forearm to him. Yeah, Aaron kicks out. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, you know, you can call it that. He kicked out of a phenomenal forearm. That's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, they did go back and replay and say, well, maybe he didn't connect all the way. I don't the know. angle wasn't what he's used to. That kind right. Of yeah, and that's a great. I don't know if that was sort of an on the fly thing because AJ was kind of in an awkward angle when he yeah. hit it. Um, but if if it was, it's a great little bit of TV direction mm-hmm. there. Um, the finish was fantastic. So yeah, hold on. Let's talk about this deep six. Okay, that deep six was awesome. Yeah, they had a ton of momentum going, running mm-hmm. towards Corbin. Corbin carried that, and it looked like they were spinning. Yeah. at least twenty miles an hour. Yeah, I know. Both of a good solid three rotations. Corbin has two of the coolest looking finishers, two of the most fun looking finishers in yeah. the business. Yeah, because this and End of Days are both really fun looking finishers. They are. Yeah, or moves anyway. Yes. Um, in the end, though, AJ uh, wins with a phenomenal form. That was a great bit towards the end, though, when he, like, flips over the table and, like, runs back oh, full I speed know, and know. hops in and does the phenomenal forearm. It was great. That was fantastic. That was so cool. AJ's the best, dude. Yeah, he's really when he good. Winning in no-sell being tossed over a table. It's awesome. I know. So AJ picks up the win with phenomenal forearm. Owens and Zayn run down the ring. They attack AJ. Mm-hmm. Um, Baron comes to give both Owens and Zayn end of days. End of days. Yeah. That was really cool, man. Yeah, man, that was pretty solid. Oh, you have a trivia card? No. Okay. Two questions first. All right. Trivia cards. That's what we usually do. Smackdown recap thread. We're going to answer some questions here from... Liam Wagner. Hold on. From our $1 patrons. We've got to know, how do you want to ask a question, or how can you ask a question here on the show? All you got to do is go to patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. A dollar a month. One dollar a month helps support us. You'd be surprised how far a dollar can go. When there's like a bunch of people tossing in a dollar. It can go pretty far. And you get your question uh, read on the show. Yeah, Liam Wagner, power rank allergy medications for Shane to take. Dude, at this point, he needs like some, like a shot, like something more powerful. Well, he needs like weekly allergy shots. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, what's the regular stuff? Uh... Something like Claritin. Claritin, clear, yeah. Yeah. That That's not going to cut it for him. No, he needs weekly allergy injections. It's like poignant what he's got going on. Mm-hmm. This is too much. Mm-hmm. It'll bright. I don't see your logic. I'm making a decision. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, it is gross. It, like, whenever he talks, I'm just like... Clear your throat. That's what yeah. you say about me in the comments. Uh, Alex Foster, any wrestlers that are overrated by fans in your guys' opinions? The best, no, the best with you is is Matt Chat because you just have to talk for like five minutes, and we always do it after lunch. Yeah. It's <laughs> just burping off the door. Oh, I do that a lot, yeah. And usually I, have to, I eat a lot at lunch when I'm like, tired. Listen, Bruno was great, but Jeff Jarrett, best, way best, better. Best. Um, uh, Alex Foster says, any wrestlers that are overrated by you guys, by fans in your guys' opinion? Personally, he's not huge on Sasha Banks. Mm. I think Sasha's great. Yeah, I love Sasha's great. Who's overrated in fans' opinions, but not our own? Randall Orton. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Not enough people. I think I think we're like not a lot of people like gender, but we love them. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of the opposite. Yeah. Of that. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other wrestlers that I'm like. Here's a good question. Custard Cannon, Jared Ellis. You love that name. With WWE capitalizing on AJ and Shinsuke's work in New Japan, power rank five matches that took place in other promotions you'd like to see in WWE. Ooh. Kota Bushi versus Nakamura Wrestle Kingdom 9. But they wouldn't be able to, they would be able to go to that level of violence. It's a really violent match. Yeah. But it's great. Have you watched it yet? Just no, I have not. Get to it already. I'll do it. I'll do it, Dad. It's a place in other promotions that you'd like to see in WWE. What a great question. Because I'm trying to think of people who are like, who are into like AJ, who are in WWE. Or There's this one. Ricochet versus Leo Rush. Oh, yeah. We saw that in PWG. And it was yeah. Really good. I think we put that on a list. Didn't yeah, we? best matches of the year last year, yeah. Yeah. Didn't we put it on matches we want to see also? No, I think it was Ricochet versus Aleister Black. Ooh, yeah. Aleister Black. Which is another one because they had a match in another promotion. Versus the Ice Cream Man. Um, we can say AJ versus Samoa Joe. Oh, you know what I like to see? Hmm. Brock Lesnar versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. That happened in, in New Japan. In New Japan, yes. Yeah. Yes. Good answers all. Uh, no, I don't care about that. Let's see here. Uh, well, I'll 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 do this one. Uh, <laughs> bronze grappling hook. He's got two questions here. One is, uh, do you think Shinsuke could get a manager in the way uh, to elevate him the way Paul Heyman elevated Brock? I kind of don't. I like him. I, I like Shinsuke as one of two things: either a solo guy. I don't think his promos are an issue. I I, I like his promos. Um, solo face or heel faction leader? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to see him lead the new chaos. Um, he also asks: Do you guys ever plan on with the new office? Do you guys plan on uh, gr- uh, growing, going in raw as a brand similar to like what culture to be able to do more things, or are you going to stay as a two-man team? And keep things between you guys. Well, I mean, I think we'll keep it, the two of us, until we can possibly afford to bring in a third. Yeah, I mean, the office is going to give us some opportunities, hopefully to hopefully to grow. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just sort of see after that. But we kind of like to keep things simple. Yeah, we're so used to our workflow. It's been be really, it's going to be really weird. Almost 10 years. Like, so. you're, what's probably going to happen with the office is it'll be like, because Hilton literally lives down the street from uh-huh. the office. So uh-huh. we'll just be like, Hilton, come on out. And hang out. Yeah, and if he can hang out, he'll be in some shows. Yeah. James Rodriguez, on a scale of one to all, how happy were you to see Bob Roode wearing a suit on TV again? What's, all? More, what's more than all? In- infinite. All plus two. Infinite. Uh, Zach Parks, should Sammy actually lay down for Kevin and win Kevin the match? And when they celebrate, Sammy delivers uh, the KO NXT style beatdown. Um, I would say no. No, but I, I did look I, the, not not to actually lay down and win because then it's like oh well, he just gave him the title. Mm-hmm. Getting the title off him is not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of Sammy acting like he's going to lay down, yeah, like he's worth. Yeah, it's worth. Yeah. Um, Richard Nathan, would you rather have a bowl of bootios okay. or New Day pancakes fed to you by the New Day? Um, we actually shot a bootios review. Is the box still up here? No. 
Um, it's but, in the office. But the audio was awful. Yeah. The audio was all messed up, so it never aired. We actually did it. It's really sweet. Yeah. It's, it's a really, really it's sweet. really, really sweet so, cereal. So um, I'll take the pancakes. We kind of did it like in skit fashion. We too. did do it in skit yeah. fashion, yeah. That's right. Um, I'll take the pancakes because I, I can't handle sweet cereal anymore. Okay, but here's the thing. I think the question is, would you rather have the bowl of bootios poured down your into your mouth or the pancakes shoved at your face? See, in that case, I'd rather take the bootios because, A, you can spit them out, and, B, I don't have, you know, Big E's big sweaty palm shoving a pancake at my face. Yeah, that's a fair point. Which could feel kind of awkward. Yeah, like, when I awkward. see him do it, he was dumping a box of pancakes. Yeah, usually he does that, though. Is yeah. He the pancakes in your mouth, in which case, rarely does any of the pancakes actually fall. I know, and it, look, I want, you know, I want to accomplish this. It's just awkward pancakes no, flying at my face. I'm cool with bootios at my face. It's, it's a one-time deal. You no, can spit I get them that. out. I get that. I'm just saying, if it's, it, all things being equal, give me the pancakes. Okay. We went to the house show here. Um, I was hoping I would catch a New Day pancake. Nope. Unfortunately, they did not. How long would you have kept that? I would have put it in a bag. Put it in a bag, right? Put it in the refrigerator or something. Yeah, okay. As long as I could before it started getting moldy. Yeah. I think that would have been a swell souvenir. A new Dude Soup episode's out. I just got alerted. Uh, the cat, Daryl Takahashi, do you think SmackDown is using text across the screen in a way to replace Pyro? <laughs> Maybe for the rock star for Nakamura, yeah. In a very cost-effective way, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, excessively saccharine Mark of Steel. Looks like we're finally getting a women's title program. Does this go all the way to Mania, or is Ruby a one-time challenger? I think she's a one-time challenger. Agreed. Hey, you know what we need a book for? I forgot to, I keep on meaning to tell you this. For our WrestleMania, but Stephen Larson book, we got to book our Under the Giant Battle Royal. Oh, yeah. Uh, Glorious Steve Klein. Hey, friend, those were some kayfabe reasons why some wrestlers aren't on TV. For example, Breezango could be on an ongoing investigation on Shinsuke's whereabouts in the last two weeks. Hmm. I like to think kayfabe Shinsuke is just hanging out with his family. Uh-huh. His plush contract gets him some family time. Yeah. Because um, we don't know, watching SmackDown, that he actually wrestled in a dark match. After right, exactly, five. yeah. Dark matches are not... They're not They're not canon. canon. No. Exactly. Ooh, I like this. True Bud Ryan. Do you think we'll start seeing Jinder do Colossus out of nowhere? Oh, that'd be great. Kind of difficult. He's so lanky and like... Well, there's a lot of steps to move, too. Yeah, exactly. Put him in the Cobra Clutch first, and Mm -hmm. then drop him. You can't drive by a clause. No. Uh, Glorious Broken Soundwave. Hey, Stephen Larson, you just won the lottery. Nice. You just won the lottery. Nice. You want to create your own brand of wrestling. You can choose five people from SmackDown, five people from Raw, five from New Japan, five from NXT, and three from New Japan to create your brand. Thanks, and too sweet. Okay. Five from SmackDown. AJ. AJ. Kevin Owens. Yeah. Sami Zayn. Um, well, the New Day is like three people. Yeah, I know. Charlotte. Oh, yeah, Charlotte and... Let's just say Oscar's going to SmackDown. Oscar. Oh, okay, all right. Five from Raw. Five from Braun. Braun. Seth. Finn. Finn. Um, Sasha. Sasha. Nia Jax. All right, that's good. Um, five from NXT. Aleister Black. Nikki Cross. Oh, perfect. Um, Ricochet. Oh, yeah. Oh, Leo Rush. Oh, Adam Cole, baby. And Adam Cole, baby. Three from New Japan. <laughs> it's Omega, Okada, Naito. 
Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to get them in there. Wait, from SmackDown we didn't pull Shinsuke? Oh, man, that's tough. Well, kick somebody out. Kick Sami Zayn. Kick Kevin over Sami Zayn. One of those guys for Shinsuke. Okay. Kick Sami Zayn out. All right. Shinsuke. Uh, let's see here. Broken Steve, given the lack of creativity on SmackDown lately, how do you see the Nakamura-AJ feud going once Fastlane concludes? Uh, I don't know. I think it'll be a, I respect you, you respect me, and then it starts to get a little heated mm-hmm. every week by week. A little they more start heated. doing a lot of tag matches together. <laughs> yeah. a little chippy because they're not communicating well, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Discord club underboss Jimmy Thomas with the cruiserweight division looking like it's going to be a standalone thing. Would you like to see some SmackDown stars like Xavier Woods or Tyler Breeze on 205 Live? No, man. I love what they've been doing. They've been pulling from places we don't really get to see a lot of. Yeah. The UK division. Mark Andrews, perfect. Buddy Murphy, perfect. Roderick Strong, perfect. Oh, this is interesting. This is Richard Nason. Did you hear Graves say Gronk Spike when Corbin broke up the calf crusher? I didn't notice that. When Corbin broke up the calf crusher. He grabbed AJ's head and drove it into the mat. Oh, he said Gronk Spike? Yeah, I guess so. I didn't hear that. Interesting. Hmm. We're doing a new uh, We Book Raw today on Twitch. So check that out. We got some Gronk info there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Dylan Haggett. Hey, guys, haven't had a question answered in a while, but with Fastlane approaching, has the event been a success or a failure? Does it deserve to stay on WWE's calendar next year based on what you said, success or failure? Wait, what? Mixed match challenge? Fastlane approaching. Has the event. Well, Fastlane hasn't happened yet. But I, mean, I guess I mean, it's a, I think it's a newer pay-per-view, the name is at least. I, if I recall correctly, usually they're terrible. Yeah. Like our first, it wasn't like our first, uh, the one that we did first on YouTube anyways. It was like, we called it Fastlane. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Yeah, it was like a Fastlane review. It was terrible. And I think last year was crap too. So, I don't know. It but really feels like a placeholder show because you know Mania is the next, yeah, uh, exactly. next event and not much is going to happen. There's not going to be a lot of shaking up of the <coughs> of the status quo. Austin Luff, WWE title is vacant and WWE is giving control of a tournament. Who is in it and who wins? Eight-person tournament. Let's book it. For what? WWE title. So it's the SmackDown belt. Oh, okay. So let's say AJ gets hurt. Can we get some NXT college or something? Sure. AJ gets hurt. Okay. He has to vacate the He's title. Out. He's out. So Not he in the tournament. Not in the tournament. Shinsuke, Kevin Owens, Sam, Sam, Zane, Sam Zane. Sam Zane. Bob Rude. Bob Rude. Uh, Jinder. Uh, Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby. That's six. Mm-hmm. Two more. Uh, Big E. Ooh, good one. And Finn Balor. <laughs> Finn Balor and SmackDown. There you go. Uh, Larson's Black Cat Stepfather. Do you think we'll ever see some six-man tag team titles in WWE? Highly doubtful. And if so, who would you choose to be the inaugural champions? It would have to be the New Day. New Day. If they did that, it would have to be the New Day. It would have to be the New Day. Who would the Usos take on as their third man? Let's say they converted all tag teams. Hey, that's a good question. Let's say they converted all tag teams to six-man tag teams. Uh Who would uh, the Authors of Pain, for example, I would put Samoa Joe with them. Good call. As a six-man tag. Good call. Who would Breezango add? They would make the Ascension fight for it. Yeah. Yeah, Connor and Victor would have to fight for it. And then whoever's left could be their manager. Yes. It'd be like a idea. five-man faction. Fantastic idea, Steve. Thank you. 
We'd have Sanity, Undisputed Era. Yeah. Um, you hear there's apparently a new faction starting in NXT with... Uh, uh, yeah, that's weird. With Gunner. Gunner. Um, Impact, and then Steve Lacey Cutler. Lacey Evans, Steve Cutler. And uh, Wesley Blake. And Wesley Blake, that's right. What do you think are the power rank names for that faction? Well, I think I heard Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler were tag team already, and they were going by Forgotten Sons. Oh, that's interesting. So maybe that's the name. I love the first picture of them because they're just all randomly dressed. There's no theme there or anything. They're just like, hey, we're going to toss them all together and see what happens. See how this house show crowd reacts. Right, exactly. Are you ready for trivia? Yeah, sure, why not? Here we go. Starting off with Classic Era. I'll go first. Big events. I had all these questions before. Who defeated Undertaker in WWE's first Boiler Room Brawl at SummerSlam 96? Mankind. Very good. What massive 1995 King of the Ring winner challenged Diesel for the WWE Championship in the main event of SummerSlam 95? King Mabel. Yeah. Championships. Who won his first WWE Championship by defeating Hulk Hogan for the title at Survivor Series 1991? The Undertaker. The Undertaker. Legacy. What superstar did Andre the Giant team with as the Colossal Connection to capture the World Tag Team Championship? The Colossal Connection? Yeah. Ooh, crap. Um, Big John Stead. Haku. Oh, oh, good for him. Superstar Bio, what WWE manager appeared in several of Cindy Lauper's music videos? Uh, Captain Lou Albano. Very good. Um, what WWE Hall of Famer went by the nickname Mr. Wonderful? Paul Orndorff. Yep. Big events. Who appeared? Oh, this is in the cl- modern era. Modern era. Big events. Who appeared at the 2008 Hall of Fame ceremony to induct both his father and his grandfather? Mother. 2008? Yes. So, you know, like a third generation. Yeah, yeah, The Rock. Yeah, very good. Um, what Hall of Famer had his first WrestleMania match in more than a decade when he beat Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 26? Was that Hogan? Bret Hart. What? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, That's your real answer? <laughs> um, yeah, Hogan was my real answer. Okay, no, it was Bret Hart. His first match, what was it again? His first match in more than a decade. Oh, I thought it, I thought you said the first WWE match. That didn't even make sense, though. Okay. Uh, championships. What referee and aspiring WWE superstar cost Ryback his match for the WWE championship? Uh, Brad Maddox. That was Mad, Mad Braddock's get beef a mode. Brad Maddox question. Yeah. Um, what multi-time WWE champion defeated Chris Jericho at Survivor Series 2009 for his first reign as world heavyweight champion? Uh, Rey Mysterio? John Cena. Wait, what? What multi-time WWE champion? Oh, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Superstar Bio, what dashing superstar would demand that members of the audience put paper bags on their heads to cover their ugliness? Cody Rhodes. That was a great gimmick. Yeah, man, that That was was fantastic. Man, I swept. Good Good for me. You have one more question. What WWE superstar that debuted in 2012 considers himself the intellectual savior of the masses? Damien Sandow. How many did you get? I got three. I got six. I'm the man. I'm the man. All right. Patrons, stay tuned. Chat trivia coming up next. Yeah, that's it for us. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you. Wait, hold on. Let's get some music. Music playing? Nice. All right. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that. 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words? Less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.